0: So this week's parasha, we have the parsh of Neziken, the parsh of damages, the halachas of, of paying back if a person's uh, property or if a person himself causes damage to another person's property or another person's body. It's the parsh of Neziken. So the first Mishnah in Baba Kama tells us that there are four basic categories of damages, four basic sort of prototypes, proto- prototypical examples of where the Torah says that if one of these examples take place, then the person responsible has to pay uh, damages. So there are four basic uh, examples given in Chomish in the sixth parasha. And from there, we could learn out all other scenarios that might come up. But these are the four basic, like, prototypical examples. As the Mishnah classifies, Arba Aves Nezekin the uh, four categories of damages are shar bar mava and haver the example given of entire of a shar of an ox that one person owns that damages another person's property that's one prototypical example a bar is the second where if you dig a pit or if you uncover a pit and someone or some animal gets damaged by falling inside also in our parsha you have to pay for that the third example is mava which is questionable in the Gemara what that means, but let's, for our purposes it means, let's say, you, you damage someone with your own body or something with your own body. Um, that's mava. And the final one is Hever, which is fire. That if a person lights a fire and the fire spreads, they're responsible for the damages caused by their fire. These are the four, of Nizik, and Sharbar, Mav, and Hever. And the Mishnah then goes on to explain that that the, re- the, the reason why the Torah has to go through each one of these four specific categories is Lairiza Kiriiza. If I only had one, I wouldn't be able to deduce the others. So if the Torah, because again, even though it's maybe logical to assume that all these cases you would have to pay, like, you know, uh, other court systems that are not based on Torah also, I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine, you know, would would hold a person responsible for all these examples. But in Yiddishkeit, all we have is what the Torah tells us. So, uh, if the Torah would have only said, Shara, says the Mishnah, then I wouldn't necessarily be able to know the other examples. And if it said, Bar, I wouldn't know the other examples. Uh, each one, and the Mishnah goes on to explain what's unique to each one, that I wouldn't necessarily be able to know the other's from that particular one. So that's why the, the Torah, the Pasuk, and our Parsha has to go through all four. That's the, that's the basic Mishnah in in the beginning of Babakama. Now, Taisvis, it's interesting, the first Taisvis in Babakama, quotes from Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Tam focused on just the language of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Arba Ovis nazikin that there are four types of these four categories of damages. And then it goes on, again, Loy Riza, each one is unique and different, then you wouldn't be able to learn one from out one out from the other. That's the that's the language of the Mishnah. Rabina Tam Hattasis brings down that that uh, the question that the Bali Hattasis dealt with Right in the beginning of Maseches Babakama was why does the Mishnah say Arba Avos Neziken, where in other Mishnayos also giving examples of different categories, it's it adds the word Hain. So I mean, for example, in Rosh Hashanah, the Mishnah says Arba Rosh Hashanah Hain. There are four Rosh Hashanahs: Rosh Hashanah Tishrei, tubashvat the different four you know Rosh Hashanahs that we have throughout the year for different things, and the language of that Mishnah is. Arba, Rosh Hashanah, and Hain. There are four Rosh Hashanahs. And then it goes through the halachas of each one. So Tysis points out that that language is not like, in, in, it's not like that in Baba Kama. It doesn't say Arba, Aviz, Nazikin, Hain. There are four categories of damage, and each one is unique and different. It just says Arba, Aviz, Nazikin, four categories of damage, and each one is not the same. But the word Hain is missing. That's the that's what Taisis points out. So Taisis just sort of makes the observation. He doesn't really give uh, you know, an explanation of why it's like that. But Taisis just observes that uh, the Mishnah didn't say the word "hain." So the way the Mishnah is reading is not like in Rosh Hashanah where it's, okay, there are four Rosh Hashanahs, and these are the halachas. And in Babakama, you might have thought the Mishnah is saying the same idea, which is there are four categories of damage, these are the halachas. It's not like that. The way the Mishnah reads is, is, is in like sort of one long sentence. The four categories of damage, one is not like the other. Okay, that's the first Mishnah of Babu so, You know, the first tyson in Babu So, you know, I, it's interesting, I remember from Yeshiva that, uh, it's one of those things, I don't know for some reason it just sticks out, I don't remember, you know, every she'er that I heard, but for some reason this sticks out, that uh, Rav Dan Segel, uh, is a Big Tzadik, so he came to Yeshiva once, I remember, to give a shmuz, I think it was during El or something, and he was talking about, you know, the classic, uh, you know, Hashivas of Tyre and learning and so on, all good things. And he made the following observation. He said that, like, if we could, like, take a time machine back in time, you know, to go to the base medrash of Rabbeinu Tam. And, you know, the, there's posters and signs, and, you know, nowadays it will be WhatsApp chats, like, oh, Rabbeinu Tam is giving a Psicha shir, he's giving the opening shir for Baba Kama, everyone's invited... As there'll be so much excitement, and all the Bacharim would be looking for their seats. And everyone has their, you know, at the time it was tape recorders, you know, everyone has their tape recorder ready to listen to Rabbeinatam Shir. And everyone's excited and waiting to hear, like, the most amazing, lumdous, and uh, earth shattering ideas, the beginning of Avakama, And what's Rabbeinu Tam's opening discussion? Uh, that some Mishnai, it's like in four Rosh Hashanahs, it has the word Hain, and Avakama doesn't say the word Hain. And, and uh, you know, as, as Ravdan said, like, you know, everyone will be sitting there and thinking to themselves, like, okay, this is what we came for. This is Reven Tam. So, you know, so the Tzaddik's point was, like, oh, so you see that even one word is mamish. You know, every single word of Torah is, is infinite. Every word of Torah is precious. And that's 100% true. There's no question about it. But what I want to share with you is an idea of, of, of the premious of that point. Of why, by the four Rosh Hashanahs, it says the word Hain, and other Mishnais also. It's not just that example, but other Mishnahis where it says like categories and it says, hein, like these four Rosh Hashanah Hain, and so on, whereas in Baba Kama, about the damage, the categories of damage, it does not say the word Hain. It might seem like a trivial point, and that I mean, that not not Chashashan, that wasn't Rav Dun's point that it's trivial, but you know, his point was that even one word is, is something chashiv, but just to explain the penimus of, of the chashivas of that particular word. Uh, so, it's like this, I mentioned that the Mishnah goes on to explain how you can have how you need all four categories in Chumash because if you only had one you wouldn't be able to learn out the other ones. Well, uh, Tysis a little bit later on on the Mishnah raises a, a very big problem which is that there's a Gemara later on Bava a command, Heim which is basically Mefurish not like that. The Gemara goes through all the Chashbanes um, again we're not going to go through the details right now but the Gemara goes through the Chashbanes to prove. That it's true that if the Torah only said one of the four cat, any one of the four categories, you couldn't figure out the other three. That's true, but the Gemara does say though that if the Torah would have said the example of bar, a person digging a pit or opening a pit, plus any one of the other three, so if you had bar plus one other one, you would be able to figure out the other two. That you would. So the Gemara says, so why did the Torah mention all four? Just say bar, opening the pit category and just, you know, spin the dice and, you know, just one other one and the other two you'll know on your own. So the Gemara gives other reasons why the Torah to mention all four. That's what the Gemara goes through. So Tysus raises the issue, like, that's not what the Mishnah said. I mean, the Mishnah, says, <laughs> the Mishnah said that it has to say all well, four, because each one on its own. And the, and, and the Mishnah is going through this whole lengthy discussion, showing that each one on its own, you couldn't learn the other, the other three. And Tysus raises the point, okay, very nice, but Lamaisa, if you had bar plus one, then you would be able to learn the other two. So what's the Mishnah talking about? Like, wasting its breath telling you that you, that you can't learn out three from one? For me, any particular one you could not le- couldn't learn out the other three, as if to say that therefore the Torah had to re- had to write all four. That's simply not true. I mean, you're wasting your time talking about that because if the Torah would have said bar plus any one of the other ones, you'd be able to learn out the other two. So, and and so why the Torah mentioned all four for other reasons, but not as the Mishnah described. Or the the, the, the mission is giving off this this sense that you couldn't learn out one from the other. That that's simply not true. You couldn't learn out three from one, but you could learn out two from two. So what's going on in the Mishnah? So Taisu says on the mission. Taisu says an amazing thing. Taisu says that you're right. The mission is really unnecessary, and it's going through this pilpel of that you can't learn out, you know, three from one. It's really unnecessary because at the end of the day, you could you can't learn out three from one. That's true. The mission is not incorrect but it's definitely not the whole story because you can learn out 2 from 2 so clearly there's other reasons why the term mentioned all four. so why is the mission even discussing this point that you can't learn out 3 from 1 if it doesn't really get you it's not you know it, it doesn't it you know it, it hits a wall anyway because you, know, you can learn out 2 from 2 so Tyson says tar lahadira <laughs> lahadira the mission just wants to be marked to make this pull that uh, to point out that you can't learn out 3 from 1 even though that's clearly not the the whole the whole inion over here, because you could still learn out two from two. And so the reason why the term mentioned all four categories got it has to be for other reasons, not just because he can't figure them all out, because he could if you just had two of them. So why is the Mishnah going on this Aricha said you can't learn out three from one? As if to say that's the reason why he mentioned all four, because otherwise you wouldn't know them. Lagdhirla just you know to make a nice long Mishnah. It's a Pella. I mean, Taisis is a Pella. The Mishnah is saying something completely unnecessary and even giving off the wrong impression just simply to add more words. I mean, uh, that there should be longer Mishnahis. Lahag ditarah should be bigger. Mishnahis should be bigger. When mishnahis are not big enough. You needed to have this, uh, three, these this few lines in the first Mishnah of the Kama. It's a Pella. All right, so, so let's go back. I mean, So the Mishnah does not say the word Hain so as as Tysus pointed out Ad Mishnah is due by Rosh Hashanah and so on so what's the panimis of it so there's a Torah from the Ramami Panu the Ramami Panu was one of the Gedolim Kubalim of Italy in the uh, late 15 early 1600s the Ramami Pano says like this he says we have to understand we have to appreciate Chazal's words were not just you know words that convey ideas they were creative words these were words that were creating a reality when Chazal are using the word Hain in Mishnayis, Hain is a word that says this exists, this is real. When it says Arba Roshan, Rosh Hashanah, Hain means there are four Rosh Hashanahs. And if at any point in history there was maybe a prosecution in Shemaim against any of the Rosh Hashanahs, that maybe we don't deserve to have a Tubeshvat, or maybe we don't deserve to have a Rishchadosh Nisan, which is one of the Rosh Hashanahs, chas Rosham, or we don't deserve to have the first of Tishrei, which is Rosh Hashanah that we call Rosh Hashanah. If there's ever such a prosecution, then the Mishnah comes to, to squash that. The Mishnah comes to silence that. Because the Mishnah says, Arba Rosh Hashanah and Hain. And Hain means, th- they, there are four Rosh Hashanahs. Says the Rami Khazal Chazal don't want to say that for, for the four categories of damage. Because let's understand, the four categories of damage are not just examples like theoretical examples. These are, everything is rooted in Tyra. means all evil in the world, all Yetzirah, all damage, all Ra, all Hester Panim, is ultimately going to be rooted in these four categories of damage as well. Four is a major number of Kedusha, the four letters of yod the name of Hashem. There are four olimus of holiness, Atzilas, b'ri, atzianasia. Four is a major letter in kedusha, and everything has its parallel. The four letters of Hashem's name in kedusha. There are four categories of damage that try to conceal each one of those four letters. Chazal says that Rami Panu Chasvashon would never want to put their stamp of approval—not just approval, but to to establish that the tzahara and evil really, truly exists, they won't want to do that. Therefore, they don't want to say, Arba, of Nazik, and Hain. By saying, Arba, of Nazik, and Hain, that there are four categories of damage, that would indicate and that would create that there's an actual reality that's called evil. But says the Rami no, the truth is, the truth is that the mitzis, that the reality of evil is really not a mitzis. It's not a mitzis. It's a illusion. It's a, it's a... It's vapor, like the like the we say in Rosh Hashanah that as Hashem, we want Mashiach to come and and all evil will dissipate like smoke. So what does that mean? It means that even when it seems that evil does exist, it's still not real. When Mashiach comes, tchiasa happens. Tchiasa means for us to be able to, as I mentioned many times, it's about it's about us reliving the experience of reality as it truly is and what reality truly is is a reality without evil. Evil does not truly exist. The Yitzhar is not real. Even on a very simple level, Rabbi Nachman, in Sihas Aran, it's quoted that Rabbi Nachman used to, used to say the Yitzhar is compared to a person that runs around the streets with his hands closed, trying to entice people and saying, oh, you gotta see what I have in my hands. You gotta see this. And, you know, the first time you fall for it, you know, and he has the person to open his hands, huh, oh, nothing's there. It's just, he's just tricking you. Okay, you know, Fool me once, shame on shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So then the star comes back, also with his hands closed. Oh, you gotta see. Now I have something you gotta see, and we keep on falling for it. You know, we keep on falling for it. Evil doesn't really exist. So why does Hashem create this mirage, this illusion of evil? Why? Why does He make it so tempting and so seemingly real? Well, the answer is very it, In order to bring out our strength right because w- if if it wasn't for the Eight sahara then we wouldn't know what kaihas we have right If a person isn't f- confronted with anything that opposes them like an Ezer you know if a person's not not not, f- not faced with any challenges then then you don't then you're not exercising your own muscles you don't know what type of kaihas you have so this is the funny dynamic where the rebunish lolem wants us to be forced to bring out our kaihas and to really become the people that we have to become. In order for that to happen, we need obstacles, we need opposition, we need the Yetzirah. But the Rabbana doesn't want the Yetzirah to be real. So what he does is he creates this illusionary reality, smoke-like, metaphysical, ethereal, fake you know, reality. It's called the Yetzirah. But we take it very seriously, as we should. And we're tempted by it, and therefore we have, to, we, we have to now exercise our muscles of self-discipline and everything we have to do in order to combat this fake reality. And when Mashiach comes, when this fake reality of evil is dissipates like smoke and is revealed to be nothing, all that's going to be left behind is bigger people because of that fake reality. So all of a sudden we have much bigger spiritual muscles because we've been wrestling this ghost, you know, and this ghost isn't really real, but because it feels real to us, we're forced to put in energy and effort, and because of that, we now develop much stronger muscles and much stronger madregas and havaidus Hashem, all because we're fighting against this illusion. But when the illusion goes away, when Mashiach comes, then what's left behind is just productivity, it's just greatness. This is what it means when Chazal did not want to put the words heim, Arba, Arba Rosh Hashanah? Four Rosh Hashanahs? Avada, Hain. Arba of Asnazikan? No, 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 no. Arba of Asnazikan is just an illusion, the four categories of damage. We have to take it seriously until the illusion is revealed to be the illusion. But ultimately, it's an illusion. You can't put the word Hain on it. Based on this Torah of the Ramam Bippanu, I think it makes total sense why the Mishnah talking about the four of Asnazikan is saying a pilpul, it's going through a khashban of how you can't learn out three from one. And as Taiser says, that's really kind of pointless and meaningless. So why is the Mishnah even going through it? Lahag dil taru lahadira. Just to make taru bigger. In other words, that itself is what the purpose of these four damages are spiritually. The whole purpose of these four damages is To produce a bigger tire. I, how did Tyra get so big? How did a person become spiritually great and a spiritual giant? Because they're wrestling, and they're battling these four damages, which don't exist. Yeah, but at the time you thought they did. And Mimela, because of that wrestling, you now became greater because of it. And so now when the truth is revealed that it was unnecessary, it's true it was unnecessary. But because you went through that effort, you're now bigger and greater because of it. That's exactly what the mission is doing. The Mishnah is going through an effort, a, a mental exercise, a mental gymnastics, for an unnecessary point, ultimately. But at the end of the day, what's produced is is now more tire. And that's exactly the point of the Avas and Zikan. That's exactly the point of the Yitzhara. The Yitzhara is there in order to force us to become bigger and stronger people for it. And ultimately, when the truth is revealed and the and the the, the motivation behind all the exercise, all the spiritual exercise, when the motivation is revealed to be, you know, the whole thing was a joke to begin with. True. But ultimately, because of that joke, we're now bigger people. Lahagdotar Ladira is the very purpose of the Arba of it's like the Gemara says in Nidarim, Kibarayv Chach, Chachmabraiv Kas. The Gemara says in Nedarim that if it wasn't for the Eid Zahara, all we really would need is Khumish. That's pretty much all, all we would need. Why do we have Bavali, Shalmi, Shulchan Aruch, Menhagim, Chomer, all of Tarsh Why? Because there's the Eighth Sahara in the world. And because of the Eighth Sahara and that opposition that we have in this, you know, that we have. So we're compelled to build and to make Torah greater and bigger and bigger and bigger, to build up our muscles and more walls and more fences and so on. And then ultimately, when all of these, um, these edifices and these great structures of spiritual power and prowess, you know, are ultimately shown to be unnecessary because, in terms of, of why we thought we needed to make them, so it's true, like, it, it turns out the Yetzirah doesn't really exist. So Memela, like, we didn't have to go through this whole process of developing Shas and Shulchan arach. Yeah, but but, but the revolution wants Shas and Shulchan Aruch. So in order to make us become people of Lahag aldir that we could grow Tyra, we have to go through this process of first thinking that there's an enemy. And we're now forced to build up our muscles to to defend ourselves from that fake illusion of an enemy. And when the when the enemy becomes revealed for what it is, which is an illusion, then what's left is shas and shulchan which is a beautiful thing. And so that's what's going on over here. When the illusion of the avos zeken are removed, then what's left is just the bigger mishnah, and that's exactly the point of what the avos zeken were all about. No, it's a tachlis. No, the Rebbeim should help us, so we should be zechut to get to that point of where arba rosh Hain. hein? Arbaos Absolutely not. We have to mechazek ourselves to not. We have to take the Yitzhar seriously enough to the point of where we're building up our spiritual muscles and spiritual infrastructures, but not take it too seriously to the point of where we could actually think for a second that all is lost if we give in to it. Because ultimately, the Yitzhar doesn't really exist, and evil doesn't really exist, and all its purpose is, is to make sure that we're motivated to build ourselves up. No. Sham should help us. We should to get to that day of of taki hearing that first that first Torah, that first Taisus of Ravina Talm, that first Psicha Shir of It's That that of not having the word Hayin in saves our lives. Mamish saves our lives. That's what every word of Mishnais is about. So, Alach Lamaisa, open up a sefer and you learn something and you have a word and it feels extra, not extra. Every single word is mamish. Hatsalz Nefash is Mamish Bukh Nefish, Brashabash Rizai to get to that day, to see the revelation of truth of Kolo Rishakla, the Bias called Sadek mehavy me no